Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. January 10, Hugies. In Titus chapter 1, verse 9, Paul instructs young pastor Titus there, uh, appointed to his pastoral ministry on Crete, uh, listing the requirements, the, the qualifications for pastors that he would go and find and, and put in place of these congregations. And uh, among them, toward the end of these lists of qualifications, he says that that he, this, uh, this pastor, elder, um, he must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught, so that he mu- that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine, and also to rebuke those who contradict it. So, I want to point out uh, today that the word "sound" as a uh, descriptor there for doctrine that this pastor, elder, this candidate uh, to be seriously considered and 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 uh, installed as a pastor elder of, of a congregation, he must be able to give instruction to teach uh, in accordance with sound doctrine. The word sound here, hugies, um, it means sound, it means whole, pure, uh, healthy. In fact, this word, uh, you, you almost kind of hear the English uh, cognate the, the the English term hygiene and uh, hugiano or hugies, uh, depending on the, the the grammar around the word how it's being used. But it is the root word of our English term hygiene, and and just how we can't uh, have bad dental hygiene and then expect a cavity free visit to the dentist. Right, just like we can't eat junk food every day and then expect to feel strong and get a clean report from our primary care physician, we we cannot have unhealthy, unsound doctrine, uh, and then expect to have a, a healthy or sound or strong Christian life. So the significance of this word here is the fact that doctrine matters because life and doctrine are inseparable. We we cannot simply uh, prescribe. Uh, what, what might be absolutely necessary for salvation only, that, that we simply believe in Jesus and, and every other aspect of God's Word, every, uh, every other teaching in the Scriptures are simply uh, icing on the cake or secondary. No, these, these things teach us more about the character of God. The, uh, the Scriptures teach us about how we are to live and, and in ever-deepening ways how we are to think and how we are to believe in a, a teacher is especially, uh, they're, they're responsible for, in another place, according to Paul, cutting straight the Word of God, which implies that the Word of God can be cut crooked. It can be misunderstood. It can be mistaught. And, and so here, Paul pleads with this young pastor to uh, be someone who gives instruction in sound doctrine. And, and of course, that sound doctrine and, and the teaching of these pastors would be taught to these Christians. So why is it so important in the pulpit? Well, that's because it must be understood and applied in the pew, right? So doctrine matters because life and doctrine are inseparable, uh, that, it, that it be dispensed from the preaching and the teaching of the church, 
so that the, the, the people of God would hear accurate, true, uh, deep, uh, right, straight things and live accordingly. This is why Paul told young pastor Timothy to watch his, quote, life and doctrine closely. Right? Watch your life, your, your application of the teaching, and watch your teaching itself very closely. They, they go hand in hand. They, 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 they're inseparable. Orthopraxy, or we could say healthy behavior, right living, is a direct result of orthodoxy, which is sound belief. Ortho means straight, and, and praxi here means to, to apply, to live it out. So straight living is, is a direct result of straight belief, or sound living is a direct result of sound belief. In 1 Timothy 1, verses uh, 9 and 10, I love what Paul does here to, again, writing to Timothy. The, uh, he, he gives this list of, of terrible lifestyles, and then watch what he does at the end. He says, the lawless and the disobedient uh, is who the law is for, Paul is writing, but for the, and also for the ungodly and the sinners, for unholy and profane, for all those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexual, uh, sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and, listen to this, whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. Now, now, wouldn't you expect a list of heresies? Wouldn't you expect a list of false teachings to be contrary to sound teaching? Instead, he gives a list of, uh, of immoral lifestyles and how those lifestyles run uh, contrary to right teaching. He only says this because bad living, wrong living, sinful living comes from bad teaching, wrong teaching, a wrong understanding about who we are and how we are to live. They, they go hand in hand. So Paul makes a, 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 a very big deal throughout his pastoral epistles, to, to his pastoral letters to Timothy and to Titus, because they are the ones who are finding these elders and pastors who will do the teaching to the church. And it's therefore that important that the Christians in the church hear right doctrine, sound doctrine, healthy doctrine. So, Christian, are you watching your diet, your theological diet, that is? Are you pursuing truth and exercising discernment? At the end of the day, it is our understanding of God and His Word that set the pace for our Christian walk. We cannot love what we do not know, and it is the, the depth and the accuracy of our theology that determines the height of our doxology or our praise. It is the soundness or the health of our doctrine that leads the way to lifelong spiritual growth. Why? Well, because healthy things grow.